Well, welcome again to another one of my podcasts, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. And today I got a story for you about a smuggler uh, that was being chased by the Coast Guard. And he tried to dump his illegal cargo, but it wouldn't sink. And one of the smugglers learned he can't simply hide his sins, but Christ has taken them. Well, with that said, uh, let us switch to our main screen here. And the title is, It Won't Sink. Okay, let's just go to our story here. Okay, uh, the story starts. I was a captain of a smuggling boat. At dawn, we discovered the Coast Guard boat in a distance. The Coast Guard was still a long ways off and we soon saw her turn towards us. We couldn't possibly get away. I mean, she was a pretty fast uh, boat. Well, we all knew what would happen. If we were caught, not only would the boat and the cargo be confiscated, but we would all be sent to prison. You know, there was a dead silence while we... uh, stared at each other uh, in dismays. The Coast Guard was coming up fast behind us. Suddenly, I thought of a way out. Uh, Hastingly, we rigged the screen at the stern to hide our deck. Uh, Then I set the men in a line and handed up the cargo and pitched it overboard. Well, panic had set in when we found out the real truth. We worked fast. Nothing was uh, heard but the splashing of the cargo dropping in the sea. You know, the hold, the the hold was empty, and we emptied it fast. We soon were finished, and I saw the ship's boy was exhausted, so I sent him to see if the Coast Guard was far, very far off. In a minute, he came rushing back gasping. It won't sink. It won't sink. I ran to the stern of the ship. The sun was just rising behind us, and there in uh, a long line of light was the packages of cargo bobbing up and down in the wake. You know, the first package in the line had just reached the oncoming Coast Guard boat. Helplessly, we stood and stared. The proof of our guilt was spread out for all to see. Well, in our ears rang, it won't sink. Well, in prison, from time to time, I would resolve to correct my ways. But resolving is one thing, and doing is another. As soon as we were free, I went back to smuggling. Well, let's talk about more cargo overboard. A few a few years later, I went out in the boat at night, and it was New Year's Eve. And in spite of myself, I began to review my life. I saw myself as a child, saying my prayers. I heard my mother tell me of one who came down from heaven to bring life to the world. The more I thought, the more horrified I was. God had created me, and I had lived and was still living as though there was neither God nor eternity.
I got on my knees and I prayed that God would help me. I would be uh, another man. I would not touch a drop of liquor. I made many more resolutions about what I could, I would do and what I wouldn't. And I began to feel very good about myself. Well, on further reflection, I saw that there was a lot more things I ought to clean up. I must throw overboard everything that didn't belong. My life was to be completely changed. My resolutions were getting more serious, and my heart grew lighter. And I was happy in the thought that I had become a new man. Having made this decision, it seemed as if everything was in perfect order. I was ready to go back to land, when suddenly the moon broke through the clouds and shone across the waters of my boat. The memory of that morning, when chased by the Coast Guard, I cast the cargo into the sea, came over me with overwhelming power. I heard the cry, it won't sink, it won't sink. How blind I was. I had tried to lighten the ship by casting the cargo overboard, and there it was all floating behind me, like an accusing line stretched up to the throne of God. All that I had done, said, and thought was there before God, and it wouldn't sink. Fool that I was, I thought I could drown all my wickedness without the thought of the holiness of God. If I had been able uh, from that moment on to do only what was good, it would not have changed the evil done in the past. What good was it to be uh, forming good resolutions for the future when the past couldn't be hidden? Tears filled my eyes, and I was hopelessly lost. And now comes the salvation. Then I remembered something. Hadn't I been told about Jesus, the Savior of sinners? Hadn't he died on the cross for me? And if I turned to him now, wouldn't his precious blood wash away my many sins? Wasn't there grace and mercy even for me. All at once, everything was clear. Yes, the Lord Jesus had died for me. He had bore the punishment of all my sins. If I accept that, that would all be cast into the depths of the sea. Micah 7.19 Their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. Hebrews 10.17 well, that came to my mind. I was filled with joy, you know, entirely receiving of my burdens, relieved of my burdens, I'm sorry. I turned my boat towards shore, a new man. I had gone out a lost sinner, but I was coming back redeemed by the Lord. Be assured of this, God requires that which is past. Ecclesiastics 3.15 He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsakes them 
shall have mercy. Proverbs 28.13 The blood of Jesus Christ, the Son, cleanses me from all my sins. 1 John 1.7 You know, this is a good story. No, really, we can't hide from God. All our lives and all our sins are before him at this very moment. Unless you confess him, forsake him, and realize that Christ bore your sins in his body on the tree. He died so we could have life. He became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God. That's what the Bible tells us. And you know, if you want to learn all these things about God, you have to do one thing. You have to pick up your Bible and you have to read it. So God is out here and you can find him in your Bible. So with that said, I'm going to end my podcast. Have a great day.